Welcome to the Pumping Irony Podcast. This is a podcast where three friends, all living in Columbia, Maryland, talk about things we like and dislike. My name is Tim. I'm Russ. I'm Andrew. Thanks for joining us. This is a special episode. We're going to talk about our favorites of 2016 as far as music and movies and television. But before we got into that, I have a little bit of news notes that I've been wanting to talk to you guys about that I wrote down, Uh and (laughs) I thought, we, since we talked about Star Wars last episode... So, Star Wars Episode Eight has an official title, The Last Jedi. Any thoughts? Is it singular? Is it plural? It works for both. It works for it, both. It does. Yeah, Isn't it so. intriguing, though? Who yeah. is going to ask Jedi? Also, the lettering is in red instead of yellow, so that's another little, like, mm, mm. ominous. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't even notice that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, so Star Wars is in red, where... Everyone, every time else has been in, in, in yellow, and so now it's like people so are it's like. It's probably Dark Small then. Yes. Probably. Or yeah. the Sith are going to rise again. <laughs> that makes sense. Like that. But, that makes sense. And I'm excited. But I, I went uh, and saw this thing, I think, on YouTube. I forget where I saw it, but like you know, Josh Gad, they're, re- they're filming a new movie called, uh, well, not a new movie, but a remake of Murder on the Orient Express. Uh-huh. And uh, Kenneth Branagh is, <clears throat> is directing it, and he's okay. playing um, the detective. So it's a huge cast, and uh, Josh Gad is in it, and so is Daisy Ridley um, from Star Wars. And so he has this video, Josh Gad has a video where he's filming, he's like, call, he calls her into his trailer, and, and she's like, yeah, what can I help you with? He's like, um, who's the last Jedi? <laughs> and she's like, I can't, he's like, is it singular, is it plural? Come on, Daisy, I gotta know. It's, it's pretty funny, if you, I'll put a link to the video. Um, it's pretty funny. She comes in like she's already in her costume and and all that. I don't know if you ever did you ever see Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah. It was like in the eighties or late seventies. Yeah, there was Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, I these can't big even remember with cast. You know, these yeah, I can't remember well-known. who was in it, but yeah, I saw yeah. It, and so. so this is the same thing as they're as they're remaking it, and mm-hmm. you know, all these you know, a lot of famous people. Like, I'm not yeah. going to go through the list, but those if you go on IMDb, the cast is pretty uh, pretty uh, mm-hmm. impressive for this. So yeah, that's pretty funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Also, we're recording today, um, Saturday, is is the official first day of the Chinese New Year, so Happy New Year. Happy New Year, however oh. you say that. <laughs> however you say that in Mandarin. Year of the Rooster, I think? Rooster, yeah. Yeah, Year of the Rooster. And then the final note that I'm pretty excited about is that Rush is inducting Yes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The um, ceremony, I think, is in April. I kind of want to go. It's in, it's in New York, and because um, uh, Rush and... I mean, not Yes and Pearl Jam and um, ELO, I think, is going mm-hmm. in. Tupac Shakur. I wonder if he's going to be there. Nope, guess not. Maybe hologram. Hologram, hologram Tupac. So <laughs> those are the news and notes I have. I thought those were pretty interesting. Yeah. One other uh, note, John Hurt died. Yeah. Oh, he's right. Yeah, just yesterday yeah. I saw the, yep. yeah, the, uh, the War Doctor. Yes, yeah. uh, the War Doctor. The... So, yeah, so Mary Tyler Moore was 80, or John Hurt was like 77. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's been fighting cancer for a while. Yeah. So. And he's in lots of stuff. Oh yeah, John Hurt. His his alien chestburster. Oh yeah, yeah that was right. him. <laughs> yep. So I guess we'll start out with um, this is going to talk about. I'm going to start it off talking about my favorite albums of um, 2016, and I even titled it "Favorite Albums of 2016: Colon A Pumping Irony List." Cool. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I was bored. Um, so I thought that I would go no label like, on mine. Kind of like. <laughs> Kind of like chronologically through these uh, through yeah. the year, these album releases, and talk about it. So, um, and 
First off, I'll give a disclaimer. I am not a, a music critic. I am just a music snob. You're just not a music <laughs> enjoyer. So, oh, so as a, as a music critic, you know, as a critic, like an official critic, you, you kind of listen to everything, and then you kind of oh, right, weigh right, in yeah. on, on your likes and dislikes, which we kind of do like that. But but we were talking about a little before we even started recording that, you know, I just don't listen to the things I don't like. And um, I, I do have actually one dislike. I said the worst song of the year. I couldn't even get through it. Is the um, <laughs> Ghostbusters? I'm not afraid by Fallout Boy and Missy Elliott. Horrible, horrible song. I tried to listen to it. I couldn't even get through the first. Um, I think they played it in of the it. end credits of the movie. Yeah, so I tried to listen to Bad. it. Bad. <laughs> um, all right, we'll start off with with January. So the beginning of January, David Bowie released uh, Black Star. Is unfortunately his last album. It came out on his birthday. I think his 69th birthday, and then too late, two days later, he passed away. Um, and uh, I guess it's kind of like his jazz record that he always wanted to make. He, he kind of recorded it in secret. He, he assembled this team mm-hmm. of jazz musicians. They had no idea that he was sick even. You know, he recorded this album, um, um, and then he, he died of cancer. Um, his only album to crack the, the Billboard 200, um, and now it's nominated for several Grammys. It's, a, it's an excellent album. Um, Billboard and CNN wrote that uh, Bowie's lyrics seemed to address his impending death, even though no one else knew mm-hmm. about it. Um, with CNN noting that the album reveals a man who appears to be grappling with his own mortality. The opening, uh, the, the first single, Lazarus, um, was notable for lines like, Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen. Um, this specific part of the lyrics appeared in many publications following Bowie's death on, on the 10th because no one even knew. He never re- even, not only the musicians recording album, but no one even knew really that he was battling with cancer until he died. And right. it's like, oh yeah, he, he was battling cancer. Um, one of his, I think one of my favorite album, songs on the album is I Can't Give Everything Away. It has a line, seeing more and feeling less, saying no but meaning yes, this is all I ever meant. That's the message that I sent. Um, so it's, it's really like almost, in, in retrospect, it's a very heartbreaking song. Mm-hmm. I, I Can't Give Everything Away. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, have you heard his Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. was a great album. It's a really, really good album. Fantastic. I'm a Bowie fan anyways. And, right, um, so am I. Yeah, so it was it, definitely a, a departure from a lot of other stuff. Like I said, it is mm-hmm. more more jazzy, um, jazzy experimental, but really, really good. Um, the first album, the first song in the album is like 10 minutes long. It's kind of a way to start, a really um, unorthodox way to start an album with a 10-minute song, mm-hmm. but really good. Um, so in February... Escondido released their second album, Walking with a Stranger. I talked about that in episode five. Um, new, good news is they're recording a new album. I follow them on like Facebook and Twitter and all that. So they're in the studio right now. We saw them in concert. It was really good. Got a chance to meet them. Twice. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then um, this this band, you probably guys never heard of, called Run River North. Um, they're a six-piece. They're all Korean-Americans. They're from Los Angeles. And I first heard about them on the um, the Relevant podcast. They came through and recorded a couple songs. Yeah, in that's there. why I know. Oh, so yeah, them. yeah. So I I liked really liked that. So I kind of like went in, in there and I actually got to see them twice in concert, both times at um, this little dinky little club in D.C. called U Street Music Hall. Really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I think I saw them in the beginning, like in April, and they they kind of <laughs> headlined. And then the second time they were like in between two other bands, which were pretty bad. Um, I think actually. <laughs> For the first time, I actually left a concert early because the the, the last band, the, the, so the headlining bad. band, <laughs> not that they weren't bad, or they were not your bad. It's just that I mean, I, I listened to their album, I liked it, but in concert they were just boring. It was like every <laughs> single song kind of sounded the same, and I didn't, mm. wasn't really familiar with all mm. the songs, so I'm like, I don't know what song this is, and this is like 
It all yeah. saw in the same way. I'm like, I'm hungry. I went and, and got pizza and, <laughs> and went home. Uh, but Run River North was really good. Um, the first time I actually got a got a talk with a few of them and, and they signed my I got I bought their their LP and 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 they signed it. But they're really good. Um, I like them a lot. <laughs> Sing Street soundtrack came out. Um, it came out uh, the day after the Never movie's premiere <laughs> in Ireland. So okay, the movie didn't come out. It wasn't even released in, in the U.S. until April. So, but the the album, the soundtrack came out in in March. Um, and I actually got the soundtrack because because I, I think after it got released in April, I didn't see it until it got released on on Blu-ray in, in August. But I kept hearing about it, so I actually just like. Apple Music, I just like downloaded the soundtrack and started listening to it, and um, I really liked it. And um, and then you know, obviously seeing the movie made me appreciate it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how it's the, the the songs are arranged because they have like a um, like a, a a song from the '80s that came out like Rio by Duran Duran, and then they have like the the, the band Sing Street doing their like pastiche or their right, homage right. to that, and they're kind of <laughs> influencing the music. And so the soundtrack's kind of laid out like that. You know, like mm-hmm. the original song and then like the the band's kind of attempt to write a song in the in the vein of that whatever artist that he was listening to um and uh i'm really kind of bummed that that it, none of the songs were um nominated for an oscar for like best original mm-hmm. songs like drive it like you stole it that that should have been an original i love that song <laughs> and uh and but but it's not there so oh well april two albums came out i've already talked about them uh cleopatra by lumineers and gallant's uh, debut album ology Episode 007, you can listen to those. I talked about them a lot. I both I saw them both in concert. They were really good. June, another band I talked about, Why We Run. Um, haven't seen them in concert because they're from Australia and they don't think they've toured the U.S. yet, but I'm hoping that they do because I definitely want to see them in, in, um, in concert. But July, three great albums were released in three consecutive weeks. Start off with Switchfoot's 10th album, Where the Light Shines Through. I'm kind of going to want to talk about these three albums in a while, but I just haven't got to it, so I put them on the list. So, yeah, Switchfoot, When the Light Comes Through, awesome album, um, 15 tracks on the on the, on the the vinyl copy I have, two extra on the digital version, um, really, really good. And then a week later, Need to Breathe released Hard Love, which I think is a little bit departure, it's a little more concise, it's only like clocks in like a little over 40 minutes, the songs are, you know, shorter and just like... Good 40 minutes. Yeah, it's a really good 40 minutes. But even like some of the the lyrics, um, you know, they ha- he actually has a really good song about you know wanting to spend the evening with his wife and not mm. go out and, and 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 things like that. So you don't hear many songs about that. So that's a really good album. And then one of my favorites, probably up at the top of I don't I haven't like list them in one through ten or anything or one through fifteen, but Reliant K's new album Air for Free uh, came out a week after week after that. Um, they actually I pre-ordered the um, the vinyl copy and I and uh, and it had some some problems with pressing, and it was like skipping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, 
the the record label was really good and took really good care of the people who ordered. They give you like some discounts and other free stuff because of that because they had to like repress it and then send you out the vinyl copies. Yeah. Um, but before I got, actually got the physical copy of the album, they let you pre-order like the digital version. So I started listening to that a couple times. But then when I got the physical, I noticed that the um, the track listing is different on the digital version and then on the uh, actual mm-hmm. physical copy. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But it's, I went to I listened listened to it yesterday, and you know it's it's a double album, so you know at four songs per sign. There's there's 16 songs, and they kind of do flow the songs. They kind of like put them in a little bit of different flow as for like hmm. I don't know why it's just like it, it so it's all the same well. songs just it's all the same songs but just rearranged okay. in different order which it doesn't I know it just lends a different yeah. you know, almost like an almost a brand new album kind yep. of thing when you listen to it um, whether whether version you listen to it um, we saw Relan K open for Switchfoot in concert in October yeah they were so good because it's been a while since I've seen Relan K and um, I was so you know looking forward to seeing the concert and they did not disappoint nope. um uh, and so yeah, that was that was those those were big July releases. And then September, um, another band we saw in concert, they had in the heart. Uh, they came out with a third album, Science of Light. And we actually saw them the Saturday before. We saw Switchfoot Line K. Saw them on a Wednesday. We saw it was a busy November. It was yeah. I actually went to um, I saw four concerts in two weeks. <laughs> um, three of them were with you. Yeah. Um, then I saw Sticks by myself. But yeah, it was a really busy. I saw a lot of concerts. Um, so uh, Head in the Heart, they're a band from. Um, from Seattle, and uh, the interesting thing about this album is that they're they're like one of the founding members and, and one of the lead vocalists and guitar players, Josiah Johnson. Even before the album came out, he like kind of like took a step back from the band and, and went into rehab for like drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And so the tour and all that, they had to get a fill in. I think uh, Charity, the, she's the violin player, her husband. That's he's he stepped in and kind of oh, took cool. over like singing and, and mm-hmm. playing guitar. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. So I you know I hope he. I applaud him for, for taking a break and knowing when to, you know, I need to get better. And so even though I love this music, it's going to have to wait for, so I applaud him for that, but hopefully he gets better um, and is back with the band soon. Um, this band Paper Route, uh, their, their third album, Real Emotion came out. Um, and I love like 2012, they came out with this piece of wild things. And I love that album. I played that album to death. And, uh, and this new album, I think, I don't know, it, I can't decide which one I like the be- the most. <laughs> it's really, really good. So I highly recommend checking out uh, Paper Route. Going, I only have a few more months. October, <laughs> Leonard Cohen released his last album, You Want It Darker, um, a few weeks before he passed away at, at age at age 82. Um, and so like and like David Bowie's Black Star, this album was created while, while he was, uh, Leonard Cohen was dying. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on, on death, God, and humor, which I guess you can apply to most Leonard Cohen albums. He kind of <laughs> talked about death, God, and humor. Um, and the title track, is I mean, the album's called You Want It Darker. And uh, the title track, like most of the album, um, is produced by his son, Adam um, Cohen, who's a musician also and, and a producer. And um, the lyrics are kind of like the last will and testimony of, um, of Leonard Cohen. Magnified, sanctified, be thy holy name. Vilified, crucified in the human frame. A million candles burning for the help that never came. You want it darker. I'm ready, my lord. 
I can imagine like you know here here's his son recording and, and producing the song, yeah. and his dad's like, I'm ready to die. So I, I can imagine how hard <laughs> it must have been for him. But um, if you've ever um, heard Leonard Cohen, you know his voice is like very deep and kind mm-hmm. of gravelly, and it's like really really deep. You know he had a hard really kind of hard time physically recording this album. Mm-hmm. He recorded in his home and. But it, his voice is so deep; it's almost like subsonic. It's so <laughs> deep. But uh, yeah, I've been listening to Leonard Cohen um, since the '80s. I mean, his most famous song is "Hallelujah," which is, you know, recorded by a million people now. But yeah, he's he wrote that song, and um, so yeah, that, that was another thing. Like no one kind of knew that he was dying, and then mm-hmm. he releases his album. Um, and then finally, the last month of the, of the last month of the year, December, my final selection is the um, the La La Land soundtrack. And uh, I listened to this a bunch of times since it's been released. It's like almost like all the music, even that came out from the beginning of the year, I listened to La La Land like, like on repeat. And um, and kind of like Sing Street, I actually downloaded the album before I even saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of fell in love with the music and, um, and loved it. But then seeing the movie kind of gave me a better appreciation for it. Like, Hearing them sing and then singing them sing and, and all the stuff that's going on along with it and 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 the music so like you know there's an, a song on there called Griffith Observatory and you don't really know what's going on in that song until you see the movie and then they're dancing in the air it's kind of cool <laughs> um, and uh, you know I know a lot of this people you know this got the most Oscars you know, nominated for the like the most Oscars in, in this in this Oscar race mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of like people who are like eh, I didn't really get that movie and um, if you saw the Aziz Ansari skit, on yeah, that's that, very that hilarious. A very good skit about that. Um, and I think, I hopefully, it wins the original song. Um, I think it's for is it for a couple or just the, the one audition song that Emma Stone sings at the end. Okay. I don't know, yeah. but I'm looking forward to seeing them. You know, yeah, sing Mark it live. Lin Manuel Miranda to get his egot or whatever. Well, that's true. I know it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen that movie, so I, I I don't know that song. I don't even know that song that well. So, but but it would be kind of cool. So yeah, those are my um, my favorite uh, albums of 2016, and uh, yeah, 15 of them, and uh, I'll play a bunch of those samples on this podcast. Continuing on, we're going to go now to Russ. He's going to talk about his favorite movies. Talk about movies. Yes. I saw a lot of movies in 2016, um, probably because for half the year we lived literally across the street from a movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) An easy commute. Easy commute, yes. So um, I'm just going to talk about them in chronological order from when they came out, according to what Wikipedia said. So so in January, um, The Witch. Ooh, yeah. So, um, Carl and I have a running argument about this. She says, you didn't like that movie. I'm like, yes, I did. (laughs) 
I think it's because Andrew had such a visceral reaction when yeah. he saw it. Um, so we went into the movie thinking, oh, this thing's going to be really scary. And I think it is really scary. But it wasn't as scary like sitting there. But this is a movie that I have been thinking about for the entire year. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh-huh. And I want to I want to see it again. My filter is just the best. Still, yeah. <laughs> now, do you, have, do, you, do you own it at all? Yes. Oh, I need to borrow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. So, um, so that... According to Wikipedia, that's the only one that came out in January that, that I've seen. Um, I also kind of wanted to see The Finest Hours. I guess that came out. That was the, the, the Coast Guard movie. The Coast Guard movie. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty so, good. I read the book, so oh, okay. I'm interested enough to see the movie, but I haven't seen it yet. So. Like, did you read the book a while ago then? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I read it before the film came out. Um, I actually heard the author talk at the Maritime Museum in, in uh, Norfolk or oh, okay. you know, that Newport area. News. Newport News. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really interesting. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the book's great. I don't know if the movie is good or not, but uh, I'm, I'm interested to see it. Um, all right, in February, first one that came out was Hail Caesar, which mm, yes. I think is a great uh, yes. Coen Brothers movie. Um, I just watched it again. It, yeah. it, it, holds, it holds up. It holds up, yeah. And it, actually, it gets better the more you see it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's one I actually don't own yet, but yeah. I will. Yeah, I just rewatched it and then showed a friend just the religious leaders around the table. Oh, yeah. Uh, the scene after small group the other night. That was <laughs> and the other one is, the other scene that I love is the um, one with Ray Fiennes and um, oh, the Almond. W- yeah. What did it were? What did it were? So simple. Yeah. Really good, really good, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a great scene. And yeah. then uh, Zootopia came out in February oh, yeah. also, so mm-hmm. seen it a few times. That's like the front runner, I think, for animated movie. Yeah, that one's, that one's really good. Um, then Risen came out, which I thought oh, was a really yeah. good... Uh, I'd, I'd go with Kubo, personally. But... Well, I know. Hey, hey, we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but Risen was, a, a, I thought, a really good um, telling of the resurrection story of Jesus um, from the point of view of the Roman guy, right. Roman centurion or Roman uh, soldier who had to find out what they did with the body. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a great way of, of going for it. And I think the actor that got to play Jesus looks very first century Palestinian, so... Yep. <laughs> So I, I always appreciate that. Um, a movie I didn't see was Deadpool. So oh, no. that was a great movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I own that too. I know it's it's raunchy and everything, but uh, it's one you know I'm, I'm willing to see. So um, one I will definitely never see is Gods of Egypt. Oh, man. <laughs> Just from the trailer, I know that there's no way I'm gonna watch that. So all right, in March, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes, uh, we talked about way that, up yeah. there. We've talked about that. Um, <coughs> Great. I've seen it a couple times, maybe three times now, and uh-huh. it holds up. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Another one that I don't know how long this is in the theaters, but we watched it again just on DVD with my family because we'd seen the original was My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. Oh. So it's fun. You know, it's, it's not a great film, okay. but, you know, it was all right. Uh, one I did not see and plan not to see, Batman vs. Superman. That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Heard so many uh, bad things about it that, like, eh, do I need to waste my, what, two, three hours? No. Nope. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Martha's my new safe word, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in March, or in April, sorry, Captain America Civil War. Big thumbs um, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, great, uh, great. Like Batman vs. Superman, if it had been good. If it had been good, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so lots of stuff to love about that movie. Just a great ensemble cast, of course, and, uh, and Spider Man. Yeah, and Spider Man, a, a Spider Man done well. So last night, I don't know wh- why, I was flipping through channels and Amazing Spider Man Two was on, which I'd never seen, and 
I watched maybe 20 minutes of it and said, I never need to see this again. <laughs> the, the, the Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, I guess the Tobey Maguire was just Spider-Man 2. Yeah, he was not amazing. No. No. The highlight of the film was Emma Stone was in it, and she's beautiful as always. Yeah. Um, but, I love her as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, she's a good Gwen Stacy, but yeah. everything else about that movie is not just a good like... villain. Just like, am I watching a video game? Because that's what it yeah. feels like. And it's all computer graphics, and nothing feels real. So, anyway... But going back to Captain America Civil War, things felt real in that, and uh-huh. and uh, lots of human drama and all that stuff, so really good. Um, Florence Foster Jenkins came out, uh-huh. which I saw on DVD. Uh-huh. That's the yeah. one with Meryl Streep? Yeah, with Meryl as Streep. As an opera singer? As an opera singer. Wanna be bad. opera singer? Yeah. Um, the movie's fun. Uh-huh. So, Who plays uh, her husband in that? Uh, um, Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Say Hugh Laurie, and that, that was wrong. No, Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> another fine English actor. Yes, another fine English actor. He's English? <laughs> so, yeah. movies movies I did not see in April Green Room, which I oh, hear is okay. excellent. Oh, my gosh, so, yes. I will have to see that. And Jungle Book, eh. I thought it was pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. It was, my I my it was, wife saw it and said, eh. But, but the most amazing thing about the movie is that everything in it, except for the kid, is CGI, yeah. and you couldn't tell it. I mean, you really couldn't tell. I mean, the animals, of course, animals don't talk in real life. Right, but, right. But, but as look, far as the scenery, the background, good, the water, yeah. and that, and this kid, and his acting was all in front of a green screen. It was his first movie, so I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really well done. I thought I love the voices, and I thought that it was just a, as far as a, a feat of movie making, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, and and for that reason, I want to see yeah. it. But, uh, um, and I thought this is funny that on April first. God's Not Dead 2 came out, so yeah. um, haven't seen it. Just Don't kidding. Plan to. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, moving to May. Uh, saw Money Monster. Oh, you did see that? I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't. I think we saw it. I can't remember. No, we, we actually did go to the theater and see okay. it. And it's good, you know. It's, it looked fun. Yeah, it's worth an hour and a half of your time. You know, Jodie Foster, right? She directed it? Yeah, Jodie Foster directed it. Um, so the big blockbuster that came out in May was X-Men Apocalypse, which I didn't see. So. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> some good acting and yeah, I like um I like all the people in it. And yeah, I mean it's not it's terrible. Oh, damn, not terrible, not but yeah. good either. Ask, like, Oscar Isaac, you know, it's I'll if it shows up on TV, I might watch it, you know, sometime. But uh, I mean, if you want to see CG stuff, battle CG stuff, like there you go. <laughs> it's yeah. a movie that happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the other movie. Uh, I guess we're in June now. Finding Dory. Oh uh, yeah, thought that was that was a uh, Good sequel. I, really, I need to see that again, and I need to see it to the very end. Of course, if I'm at home, I don't have to go anywhere. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you missed we, out we, on we the like, yeah, end we talked about thing. that on on the episode right. of ten point five with uh, with Nick and Owen. Yeah, uh, we left early because there's annoying people in the theater. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, one I didn't see, which you did see, is Pop Star Never Stop Stop. Yes. <laughs> so want to see that? <laughs> I own it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, moving to July, uh, Star Trek Beyond. Saw this in good. Iowa. Yeah, that was pretty good. Some of the battle scenes were a little confusing. I thought the editing could have been better, but, but great use of uh, it was good. Beastie Boys sabotage. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was way better than Into Darkness. And one I didn't see was Jason Bourne. Did anybody see? I that? saw that. Eh, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> time for that franchise to go away. Right. I think. <laughs> and then Ghostbusters, which I have no. Desire to see. I saw it. It was it was fine. Like it's not yeah. bad. Carla and Katie went and saw it, and they're like, "Yeah, 
it was fun to spend the time with each other, you know, <laughs> see a movie, but yeah, wasn't like, great, I mean, so. I kind of forgot about the movie already, but yeah. I mean, it was fine. Like, I didn't dislike it. Yep. I disliked one of the people sitting behind me that thought it was the <laughs> most funny movie ever. <laughs> and, like, was like, she was, like, streaming it, like, at jokes that weren't even jokes. Like, like okay. That, right. that wasn't even meant to be a joke. Why are you, like, repeating it and stuff? Like a, like, a bad CBS laugh track. <laughs> yeah. So that also just made tainting the movie a bit sense. for me, right, just having right. a really obnoxious person behind me. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving into August, we have the highlight and the low light of the year. Um... <laughs> Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. The yeah. highlight. Right. That's um, the best which, animated movie of the year. It is the best animated movie. Yeah. I don't think it's going to win the Oscar because I think Zootopia is a little more accessible than Kubo and the Two Strings. Maybe. For the for a larger audience. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. like Leica puts out some really deep thinking movies and, you know, a lot of people are right. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite Zootopia movie of more, the year. Just more to, yeah. Right. Much less right. yeah. animated movies. I just bought it also. So. It was on 10 bucks on Amazon. I know, right? <laughs> so... Um, low light Suicide Squad did not see it yeah. have no desire to uh, see it from your review <laughs> down my least favorite movie I saw this year <laughs> hot mess and a hot mess there you go alright September um, I saw Magnificent Seven with you and I hated it yep. <laughs> and I thought it was okay you thought it was okay but uh, I thought it was enjoyable yep. for what it was later I saw um, Deepwater Horizon with my wife and one of those other ones I, I, yeah. I like both people involved. I like Peter Berg, and I like... Um, it was a well-done movie. Marky Mark. It's not one, a movie I need to see again, but, you know, but, yeah, definitely check it out on, on, on disc. Maybe um, when, they, when it all comes out, I'll have to watch, like, a, do the, the Patriot uh, trilogy. The, yeah. Um, was it the... Uh, Patriot Day. No, Patriot Day. Patriot Day is the last one. Horizon, Horizon, and then, um, what the is Marine One, when they're in Afghanistan, what's it called? Like, uh, Lone Survivors. Lone and, Survivors, yeah, like, yeah. Something like yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, Marco Bolt had a rough year. He did. <laughs> getting shot at, getting <laughs> sunk by an oil rig, and then getting a bomb exploded. Yep. Yeah. It's like the Forrest Gump of, like, <laughs> American disasters. <laughs> Pops up in all of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Another one in September I did not see was Sully, but I'd want to see it. Um, I heard, I heard it, was, it was pretty solid, and yeah. it's one of those ones, like, Clint Eastwood directing and Tom Hanks and I don't know why I didn't go see it but I just didn't just didn't get around to it and yeah. it's supposed to be really good too yep one I will not see is the remake of Ben-Hur <laughs> we talked about that a little bit on one of the previous podcasts yeah. so October I actually didn't see any any movies but two that I wanted to see are Girl on the Train read the book and Birth of a Nation which oh, was right. about the slave uprising yeah. and um, that unfortunately had some controversy around yeah, and surrounding it, didn't, it it didn't Last some theaters very long, but I'm interested mean, enough to to check yeah, it out. I think the controversy kind of like killed it. Killed it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right, November. Uh, Doctor Strange, solid, yeah, yeah. solid Marvel movie. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch can't go wrong. Um, and um, Mads Milken. Or Mads yeah. Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he popped up in a couple movies. He did. Probably. He was a good. One. He was a good. He was a good bad guy. He died in a couple movies, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Carl and I went and saw Loving. Ah, yeah. That civil rights. Uh, well, not civil rights, but but that couple in interracial marriage. Inter- with yeah. yeah. And that was it was a solid movie. Um, Carla fell asleep in part of it, so <laughs> surprise, didn't appreciate surprise. it. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought it was all right. Her falling asleep in a movie does not. Does not surprise. Dictate the quality of the movie. That's true. <laughs> not at all. Yep. 
And then uh, another one of my favorites, Arrival. Yes. Which yeah. we have not talked oh, about yes. yet. Let's so talk about Arrival. Let's Woo-hoo, talk about yeah. Arrival a little bit. <laughs> so, this is a spoilerish. Because yeah. you have to be spoilerish. Yeah, but, yeah uh, you can't talk about the movie at all without yeah. spoiling the movie. Or uh, you could say Amy Adams is in it. But Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the and thing, Jeremy Renner. The things I liked about it is the aliens were so alien. I mean, yep. everything about them was not, you know, they weren't bipedal humans right. or anything like that. And they didn't speak sh- English. They didn't speak English. The they didn't sh- speak words. <laughs> they didn't speak words. There you go. Yeah. The ship, you know, that they come in is just a, an oval, basically. Yeah. Um, so nothing like any... Um, and they gave it a good reason to have that ridiculous shape. Exactly. And, and just the whole concept of the way that you speak or communicate dictates how you actually think about reality mm. is, I thought, amazing. Yeah. So, the, uh, I mean, the movie's told, you don't know this at the beginning, but in not chronological order right. um, with the flashbacks and everything. And yeah. you, well, it's not a flashback, it's a flash forward, but you don't know that until the very end. The yeah. very end, and... And it's all because of the way that the the aliens communicate. They yeah. they have a different way of thinking about time, and and because that's their way of thinking about time, they can actually everything is happening at once outside of time yeah. or whatever. So I thought that was an amazingly good way well, to unfold. I mean, I was film. hooked from the very first like <clears throat> sequence in the movie with Amy Adams and her daughter, and it was almost like. On a level of like up as far as emotion, right? You know, yeah, where, yeah. Where you're seeing this, her daughter and, and birth to death, and she dies really young, and just the heartbreak in that, and, and Amy Adams' performance. I mean, I was like hooked from the beginning, and I was like, a great movie. And you know, I mean, a lot of people didn't like it because it was slow, but it it, it was a, it was a true science fiction movie. Right. You know, it was it wasn't like a space battle, pew pew, laser guns and all that kind of stuff, but. It was very cerebral and, you know, made you think. And, and uh, I mean, that whole sequence at the end when when she's on the phone with with the, with the Chinese oh, yeah, guy yeah. and the, all that stuff happening, I thought it was yeah. just, like, it was so brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, I adored the movie the whole way through. Like, just the scene where they're explaining how long it's going to take to figure out, like, why are you guys here? Uh-huh. Like, in all of the different parts of language. <laughs> like, right. We have to figure out, okay, we have to figure, we have to make sure that when we say you, they know we're talking about, like, if, or the difference between talking about you specifically or you as people, because if they think <laughs> you specifically, they might not give us the, the overall reason that right. they're all yeah. there, yep. and they're just here to talk to us, but everyone else is here to teach, you know, like, uh, and like yeah. you know, just the, the language being this, you know, the weapon and, the, like, this key to everything. Right, yeah. Um, like, I, w- I mean, I was hooked the whole way through yeah. the movie. It was, oh, and that great sequence when they first, like, are when she's first going up in the ship and they, like, gravity... The gravity like, switches. Or, switches yeah. And they, yeah. Oh, that was such a good... That was such um, a good... And then, like, the sequence. reveal of, like, the rest of the aliens and stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just what I've seen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, so I thought it was it deals with philosophical stuff, you know, like knowing everything that's about to happen and all the pain you're gonna go through. Would you still go through it? Right. And yep. You know, making that choice, and I thought that was fantastic, and um, and just the the whole thing about language, about you can't understand another culture because 
the language is there's always a, bar- a barrier there, right. and yeah. I mean that, and that you know works with human beings too. Yeah. If if you don't know somebody's language, then there's going to be stuff you miss, and and it can cause wars. It can yep. cause all kinds of, of stuff. So I just thought it was a fantastic film, and yeah, I heard be... some someone describe it like sci-fi, but fi instead of uh, yeah, PhI, yeah. Like sci- science philosophy. philosophy yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's yeah. one. It's one that you need to see again. It's also, it's not out on DVD or no, Blu-ray yet, no. is it? I think so. Yeah, it will be. It will be bought right away because yeah. my kids have not seen it yet. So yeah, yeah. I just oh. love like the the different nations going from like sharing all the information to like slowly just, getting more and more closed yeah. off. Yeah, and then like just abandoning all communication with each other. The more scared they get, yeah. right? That yeah. other people are going to have this mm-hmm. weapon. Yep. Yeah, such a good film. We could. I, I want right. to see it again and then talk about it <laughs> some more. But uh, yeah. anyway, all right. So November was a highlight there. Um, let's see what else is there. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We talked about that. It was kind of mm-hmm. you know, it was it was solid. It was good to be back in the Harry Potter universe. So right. Right. we didn't get out though. Maybe, might have been. Might have been our one of our last one of our last episodes. Lost episodes <laughs> but yeah. so like. It was kind of two movies. Two um, movies in one. And yeah. we I liked like one, one of the movies really a lot, and the other was like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> And then uh, Moana. I actually saw that I'm recently. I've not, not seen that. Solid, I see it. solid animated film. Yeah, I heard that um, Dwayne Johnson actually can sing pretty good. Dwayne Johnson sings very well, actually. Um, yeah. And Lynn manuel Miranda did some of the songs. So, And then, like, the... The girl who plays like the the lead, I guess, is that like her first movie or something yeah. like that? And and she was she was great too. Yeah. So it's really good. Um, some that came out that I have not seen and want to see: Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I haven't seen that East <clears throat> also, but I really want to see that. Yeah. Uh, Manchester by the Sea is up for a bunch of Oscars, but yeah. uh, haven't had a time to see it. Allied looked fun. Did anybody see that? Nope. With the uh, um, Brad Pitt and uh, oh, that's oh um, yeah. Were there spies? Um, yeah, were there spies in World War Two? Um, what's her name? She was in she was in um, Inception. Marianne Marianne Cotillard. Cotillard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lion looks really good too. What's up, uh, Dev Pastel? Yeah. Or Patel? Dev Patel? Dev Patel. Not he's not a color. That's yeah, a I, pastel. I have a few best picture movies to get through. Yeah. 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 Well, so I, AMC's doing that thing where it's two Saturdays you can watch all of them. But unfortunately, one of the Saturdays is when we're skiing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I might want to go on the 25th. Um, they're showing, I think it's like 37.50. And you, I think they're showing, the, the more the more movies are, are on, is actually on the 25th. And um, I think Arrival's on the 25th. And, but I forget, I think Lion and maybe Manchester by the Sea is... Is, is that day? So yeah. it might be a that'd day. Be, that'd be a good day. Do a good, good marathon. Cool. Yeah, Regal Regal does it. So like, I guess you buy a pass and they do it for like three or four weeks, just showing like four movies in different orders oh, on really? different days, so you can go. So you can go whenever you want. Yeah, so you have oh, a little okay. bit more of a. But I think the, I think you have to go to like the Silver Spring one or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, it's, but it's like thirty five dollars for like a couple weeks of. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. being able to go see the movies. So if there's one day you can't make or because they do I think like four movies a day or something like one and one and four and seven and ten or something and yeah. they just change up the order every day yeah yeah so like four because there's nine movies and so four on the for AMC four on the the 18th and then oh, yeah. five are on the 25th so. so another one in November I'm somewhat interesting Billy Lynn's half, long halftime walk 
I heard there was controversy with that one just from it being too realistic, like the, oh. the filming being too realistic or something. Huh. Like too uh, sharp. Yeah. Right, because it's like 60 frames per second yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see it just to see what uh, what it looked like. Um, all right, December. So we won't talk about Rogue One. But <laughs> we all loved it. We talked about it last, last uh, um, podcast. La La Land, I think yeah. we all loved. It's up oh, for yeah. a bunch oh, yeah. of Oscars, so... Um, See La La Land, that's all I gotta say, you know. For sure. Yeah. Um, Passengers, I finally saw, and okay, both yeah. Carl and I liked it. I liked it, yeah. too. I love the design of the ship. Uh-huh. It's very cool. Um, and, yeah, a solid, you know, romantic-ish um, relationship movie, so that was very good. Um, have not seen Fences, Hidden Figures, Patriot's Day. A monster calls or silence, all of which I want to see. So. Yeah, and I mean, Hidden Figures, supposed to be a really good movie. Yeah. And then, yeah, Silence, I, I want to see it, but ooh, it's like three hours long. Yeah. So. And it looks like it'll be an ordeal, but yeah, but a good ordeal. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so those are all the films I did. I did put down my top five, and these are my top five, as in, if somebody hasn't seen them, I'm like, okay, let's go watch this okay. right now. So, <laughs> Kubo, and the Two yeah. Strings, Arrival. La La Land, The Witch, and Ten Cl- Cloverfield Lane. Oh, I cool. can get behind that list. Yep, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love all five of those movies. This is officially endorsed yeah. by the public. Officially endorsed. The <laughs> crew. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy from uh, The Witch was in the new Shyamalan movie. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, did you see that? Yeah. Okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see it. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. What's it called? Uh, Split. Split. Split, yeah. Um, yeah, and she's fantastic. And I think the, I thought the movie was great, too. Cool. Um, very good. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, we'll do a short break, and then we'll finish up with Andrew talking about his best television. Turn it up so I can feel it. Turn it up so I can be near it. Baby says she's got that feeling. Moonwalking on the ceiling. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. his favorite television shows of 2016. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about just some new shows that premiered in 2016 because talking about favorite shows would look a lot, a lot of them would look a lot like my favorite shows from last year. You know, like season <laughs> seven um, in the middle? That wasn't one of your favorite shows of 2016? It was not. <laughs> um, so uh, start off with, uh, I want to briefly talk about The Good Place. I think we talked about it more in depth on another episode. Yeah. Um, with, but, uh, yeah, Dominic. The, yeah, but the show's gotten even better oh, since we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, the season finale was a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was just brilliant. Um, and, yeah, it was. it's a genius show, and it's so funny. And it has this 
you know, up and coming star named Ted Danson, who's just fantastic. Oh, I, I just can't wait to see what he does next. Um, but yeah, he, his he has a moment in the finale that is just my favorite moment of the entire series. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just him smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like he, it's it's amazing. Watch the Good Place if you like to laugh. Um, and it's, I think it's an interesting premise. We talked about that when when Dominic was here. So yeah. A very interesting premise that that. And and it was really, really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, a couple other shows that uh, we've already talked about in the podcast. Um, Brain Dead was just way up there on oh, my favorite yeah. things. I I mean, that's just a genius show, and it's <laughs> so weird, and I have no idea why it exists. Um, and <laughs> but how, you're glad it does. But I'm glad it does, and there's no world where we get a second season of it, and that's okay, nope. because the first season was yep. basically perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Stranger Things we talked about in depth oh, yeah. as uh-huh. well. I mean, we all love Stranger Things. Can't wait for season um, two. Yeah. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown just got cast in Godzilla 2. Did she? Um, yeah, so cool. she's starring in that movie. Godzilla 2, God's Not Dead? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, I think it's just more for like the, the height difference between her and Godzilla. Uh, yeah, so that'll, be, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. Um, but yeah, I'm, so she I'm totally... totally with her mind? I don't know, I'm totally down with 13 versus Godzilla. Though, yeah. Or 11. 11, <laughs> 11 yeah. right? Godzilla. <laughs> that'd be great. Um... Uh, so I think some shows that we haven't had a chance to talk about on the podcast yet, um, Westworld, I absolutely love, uh, like, yeah. basically everyone else who watched Westworld, um, it's a the HBO show that came out this year, um, about this, you know, theme park yep. where there's robots that are, look like humans and all of the insanity that comes from making robots that look like humans, um, uh-huh. because that's never gone wrong in right. anything ever. <laughs> right. Um, but it, it's like, there's just like, you know, whole chunks about, you know, the philosophy of, you know, self and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. And it's incredibly fascinating. Um, and, and Anthony Hopkins is just so good in everything he does. Yeah. And, um, and Jeffrey Wright's really good too. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright's amazing. Um, yeah. Evan Rachel Wood's great. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Fanny Newton. Um, oh, yeah. so I saw good. the, you know. The movie way back when the yeah. Michael Crichton movie. Um, yeah, yeah, with Yul Brenner. With Yul Brenner, yeah. yeah. And and thought the that, premise was amazing. They came so. out like like seventy three or oh, something. Oh yeah, they really. I saw, but, uh, I saw it as a kid on video yeah. or TV. Or so I'm really interested or, in seeing the the yeah. series. Yeah, the series. I, know I mean, it's fantastic. It looks like it's something that you could absolutely expand. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. from a movie. Yeah. So. Oh, and they give you a little bit of at, like the later episodes. are like, oh, this is a much bigger. But it's a, I love it because. After after it's over at the last episode, you're like, what? And then it, it's like, it's it's kind of told out of out of order <laughs> to say, and it, it, it lends you to it definitely lends to repeat viewing. Uh, yeah. And going on the on the internet and going, what the crap did I just watch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like some that. there's some great mysteries in there. Yeah. Um, and I just love the way they just like lay it all out, and then you're like, ah, ding! This little light pops in your in your head. At least for me, it did. Yeah, I thought it was genius. Um, the music is just fantastic in the uh-huh. show. Um, I mean, like, the, yeah, the soundtrack, for the, they, they have all of these old-timey piano covers mm-hmm. um, on the show. Like, or old-timey piano covers of modern songs. Right. Yep. Um, so, the like, my favorite, like, moment of the premiere is set to, like, this piano cover of Black Hole Sun that sounds like it's being played by a player piano. Cool. Yeah. It's just so it's just so great. Yeah. Like of course 
like a, a futuristic theme park would have right. modern music, <laughs> like the, the 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 crowds there would understand and like, uh-huh. right? But still set in that old yeah. you know style. Yep. Um, yeah, the music and, and the original soundtrack is also great for the show. Yeah, like the, yeah all of the original music is fantastic mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, absolutely love the show. Um, it it was one of those shows where you know you had to watch it like on Sunday night or whatever because everyone was gonna be talking about it on Monday. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, that kind of event viewing. Is it available on it's not HBO, yet, Go. Yeah, HBO, HBO Go? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's yeah. no Blu-ray or anything, yeah. but yeah, so if you don't have HBO, you're the funniest thing, though, out of luck. Yeah, is, is one of the guys that plays the technician, the guy with the balding guy with the beard and mm-hmm. the whiny guy, it's actually in um, Domino's Pizza commercials, or one of those pizza commercials. Awesome. And so every time I say the commercial, I'm like, I just saw you get your throat slit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was, yeah, it was it's kind of funny that he's in that as this kind of really obnoxious <laughs> character and then he's there promoting Dominic Yeah, and, and he's like but he's like the best kind of obnoxious. Oh, I know, yeah. And and he's right for a lot of it. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I know. Um, it's so just like, so funny seeing him in, in both in two different contexts mm-hmm. um but yeah, so yeah, I really really loved Westworld. Um another show I don't think we had a chance to talk about was uh, People versus OJ Simpson. Oh yeah, is um, that the ESPN one? Uh, no, so there were two. Oh right, there the two, OJ Made yeah. America. That's yeah, o- OJ the one. Made America was the ESPN one, which is also fantastic. And is being um, like actually was actually, I think released in theaters. It was like thirteen hours long, oh, really? or something like that. It's about like nine. Nine hours, but it was actually released in theaters, so it's up for like best documentary as far as an wow. Oscar because yeah, that's actually released in like a select oh. theaters. All at once, and so boom, it's now. So you go sit for nine hours and watch. Yeah, right. yeah. I have no idea because I think on ESPN it was released in one hour chunks, but yeah. on Hulu it's in three hour, like three yeah. parts in three hour okay. chunks. That's how I watched it. Was right. on Hulu. Yeah, so yeah, two two OJ um, movies or two yeah. OJ documentaries. But you're talking about the one with yeah, the Cuba one on, Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, um, oh, so the more the, yeah, the traumatized the, the, yeah, one. Yeah, the FX. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, American Crime Story. Sarah Pauly mm-hmm. is uh, Sarah Paulson. Paulson, yeah. Um, yeah, and like, like I was pretty young when all of the OJ stuff was going. So I remember, yeah. like, you know, being like at my grandma's house or whatever during the trial and like following some of the stuff, but not like understanding any of it. So like, yeah, what was yeah. that? Ninety five, ninety four, like ninety six, ninety six. Okay, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was in the military, and I was on what we call CQ duty, so I was, like, manning the desk in the barracks and had to check people in and out. And we could only – we had a TV there, but we could only watch, like, the news. And so I was there the day of the, the, Bronco, the Bronco chase. chase. And so I sat there and Bronco. the Bronco, what's the very – the slowest ever police chase in the history <laughs> yeah. of America – yeah, um, on a, a TV chase where they're not actually trying to catch him. Right, right. Yeah. Played out in real time as I was watching it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they even like cut to like in the middle of the show, cut to Domino's like trying to fill pizza orders and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> like this is insanity. Right. Um. But yeah, just like I mean, the the show is a little bit ham, you know, fisted at times. Yeah. There's a scene, um, where you know Rob Kardashian is telling you know his daughters like. We're Kardashians. We don't do things for the fame or the <laughs> like. We're family, you know. All this stuff. Like, okay, you can lighten. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, a little in your um, face. Uh, yeah, but you know, so, so there's a of course a little bit of stuff like that. But the show is amazing, and like, and it's right. I heard it was well really acted. good. Like the performances are really good. Yeah, I mean, and they they changed the you know the order of a lot of the stuff in the the trial to make it you know seem more dramatic. Yeah, a lot more dramatic. Yeah. Um, like not finding out that the cop is super racist until like the very you know right um but yeah but yeah just 
just that that whole trial is just the most one of the most insane things ever you know oh yeah happened at least that public like the fact that it's that public and there's yeah. that many twists and turns in this trial um is you know it's just fantastic it's a really really great show well mm-hmm. done show um and it gave me a lot because american horror story like i talk about american horror story as a show i couldn't get through the last season of like the yeah. hotel season um you know this is the same you know creative team Right, yeah, American um, Crime Story, right? Was yeah. It, and, um, and have to say, like, this it's not a new show, but it's kind of a new show because it's an anthology show. The new season of American Horror Story was fantastic this year. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I, like, I, like, we were talking it about you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get through the entire first episode the of Hotel. Hotel one, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think this is my favorite episode, series of uh, American Horror Story since the what, first season. What's the subtitle on this uh, My Roanoke Nightmare. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's like all like it's it's like kind of scary, and it's also really funny at times, and like it goes through like a couple different phases of like the show like reboots reboots itself a couple times in the middle of the season mm-hmm. even, um, and it's I just thought it was genius. Huh. Um, it's like yeah, I mean, that was one of my favorite shows this year cool. was the <laughs> the new season of American Horror Story. <laughs> Um, but like you said, it's an anthology, so every season is, is like something brand new. Yeah, which, you know, makes me, you know, I can hate something like Hotel and then love, right. you know, my Roanoke Nightmare because it's great. And yeah, it's going through the, the um, you know, the, the lost city of Roanoke. Oh, uh, okay, right. The um, colony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, lost colony of Roanoke and like the, it's done in this like, uh, like in the style of like documentary, okay. like a documentary style. So you have like the actors well you have the people that actually you know happen to talking as like talking heads and stuff and then oh, okay. other and then other actors the like doing, the, doing yeah. the reenactments of yeah. the show which just made it so like that was so cool and then like you know after a while the format changes and mm-hmm. you know it, it's i thought it was great um yeah so a little a little bonus American cool. Horror Story <laughs> in there. It's te- technically a new... As far as my DVR is concerned, it is a new show. Which is, <laughs> because the title changes every year, so I there have, to, I have yep. to reset it to record every single year. Yep. Um, but yeah, people Yeah, people versus O.J. Simpson was great. American Horror Story, great. Um, uh, oh, also uh, Atlanta, the um, uh, the Donald Glover show. Yeah. Um, I thought it was amazing. It's supposed to be really good, and I just haven't yeah. seen it um, yet. Yeah, I was, I was pretty hooked. Like, I... I didn't watch it as it was airing, um, so I finished it like probably a couple months after. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. In, in, yeah, it's just great. Um, what was it on? It was on FX again. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, FX gets a good chunk of mm-hmm. my favorite TV of the the year. Um, yeah, so it's you know just the the story of uh, Donald Glover's character Earn, um, sort of like help like going up through the like Atlanta rap scene with his. Um, at trying to manage his cousin who's a rapper um, is kind of what it's about, but it's, right. you know... So much more, right? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's more about, you know, this, you know, guy in his 20s trying to find himself and trying mm-hmm. to find, you know, his, I guess, place in the world because he's, you know, sort of down and out at, at the beginning of the series and, you know, he has, you know, this daughter and this, you know, girlfriend yeah. um, and, you know, there's issues with that relationship and mm-hmm. his job is sort of a dead end and he's you know um yeah his cousin ends up being like this local celebrity um uh, paper voice's rapper name 
Um, so he gets, you know, this one song. So he's not like, you know, countrywide famous, but he's like locally okay. famous. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, sort of trying to help his cousin through like that. Um, there's some great characters and just some really great episodes. Um, yeah, it's just incredibly well done. Um, so yeah, really, really dug Atlanta. Um, and, uh, I guess, yeah, real briefly, like I thought Destiny University guy was a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I like most things that Kiefer Sutherland does. <laughs> Um, it, it seems very, you know, uh, just, it, it's good for our time right now yeah. to have a, have, a, have a show where, you know, it's just, it's just some dude trying to be president and like trying to do a good job yeah. and like, you know, there's some sticky situations and he's doing his best to get out of them, yeah. you know, but he's not, you know, super partisan, um, or anything. He's, right. just, he's just trying to, he's just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, which it's it's a it's a good time for that show, I guess. Yeah, that's a um. show that that I watched the first episode, I recorded the first episode and watched it, and liked it, and then I, I recorded every single episode after that on my DVR, but didn't watch it. It just sat there until I was able to like I'm gonna start watching Destiny Survivor because everyone said how good it is, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna complete it. So then like those last whatever twelve episodes, I watched like in pretty rapid succession. I was like, oh, i got to watch another episode. It got really intriguing, and this is big mystery and conspiracy. And, and But even the non-mystery and conspiracy stuff is interesting. Yeah, interesting. Keep, yeah. And that, right. that's what's great, is, like, you don't need... There, like, you know, there's plenty of shows where, like, oh, the, the week-to-week is fine, but it's, you know, the overarching mystery that you need to... Mm-hmm. That, like, really has me invested. And it, that's also true for Designated Survivor, but the week-to-week stuff right. is just the actual managing of the country. Right. And, you know, like... Because, you know, it's this great situation where there's this terrible terrorist attack and they're, like, you know, like, governors of other states trying to take power, you know, maybe, oh, you right. know, because they don't see him as, you know, the legitimate, true pre- yeah. Yeah, as legitimate president. Yeah. So, like, there's other people trying to consolidate, like, and all this crazy stuff happening. And he just has to manage. Yeah. And, um, and there, there's no Congress, like, basically. Right. Because yeah. so, yeah, they all got killed. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, the premise is that happens the very first episode is that, you know, the... The, he's giving a State of the Union. The president's yeah, giving a State, State of the, the Union, Union address. So yes, President, Vice President, most of Congress, most of Congress, Supreme Court. I think is there also probably. Yeah, um, yeah usually it's so. And and then a terrorist attack, and they all they all die. Yep. So he is called you know the, the designated survivor, survivor yeah. and he's like this. He's the HUD secretary, right? Yeah. And uh, who was actually? And you find that early, so I'm not spoiling it. This first episode. He was actually asked by the president to to step down and become like an ambassador. So there's some like tension there, yeah. right? which is part of why some people don't, don't think, think he's yeah legitimate. Yeah. And so he's like this, you know, really nice guy who's a good HUD secretary, mm-hmm. and and now he's suddenly now the you know, yep. most powerful person in the world. And and obviously, for me, it really struck me is that obviously this is a heightened situation where everything is just out of control. But still, it just made me think like, man. <laughs> It's a hard job being president. I think even on, in normal, normal, in quote-unquote normal situations, mm-hmm. which there is no normal situations nowadays. Right. It's got to be a hard job. Yeah. But then, you know, you have all this, right. all this other craziness happening. <laughs> it's got to be even tougher. But, I mean, you see the presidents in real life, the, the difference between when they could take office and when they leave office, just how much they've aged in whatever, right. you know, four years or eight years. Um, it is an incredibly incredibly hard job and one that I would never never ever want. No. I like I like my sleep. I don't want to yeah. be four hours sleep a night and I would never I, I don't want to be in any part of politics at yeah. this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. There's 
but no part of me. Keith Sutherland does a really good job, and, and the, the cast is pretty good too. So yeah, and he's don't... he's much more mild mannered than you would expect yeah. from. He's not Jack Bauer. He's, he's, he's definitely not Jack. He's not Michael, <laughs> biting people's throats out. Yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, so I mean, he's he's strong, and there's like a yeah. confidence there, but he's not, yeah. you know, going into rooms and commanding people around with like that Jack Bauer, like you know, yeah. ultra confidence yeah. and stuff, and you know, he like listens to people and um, and before he shoots them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and potentially you know makes some missteps and stuff, uh-huh. and yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I really dig it. I'm. Very excited for it to come back because the last episode made me really want the next episode. Oh yeah, huge cliffhanger. <laughs> um, so. And yeah, on a huge break between episodes, like December to March or something. Like yeah, that. and I'm I like, didn't know about that until that? the episode, like the episode. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, what if what an episode? And it's just like when we return in March. I'm like, what? <laughs> no! And that's the same thing the Good Place did. Like, in the middle of, an, you know, at the end of an episode, it's like, hey, well, in two months from now, when we have another episode. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, right. And then there ended up only being 13 episodes in the season, and then the, the season finale was there all of a sudden. And if if there's no season two of The Good Place, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's not officially picked up yet, but it better be, because that show just is too good. <laughs> it's to a very smart season. comedy. Yeah. Which... There's a lot of dumb comedies on television yeah. these days. And Janet might be the best character like yeah. on TV right now. <laughs> and bad Janet. And bad Janet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so uh, those are our favorites of 2016. Um, I did ask on, on Facebook um, if anyone has their favorites. And uh, we got one response from our friend Boy, Justin. Yeah. We have a listener. Yeah, we, we, have, a, listener. Uh, we have one listener. And, uh, <laughs> Um, well, I hope he listens. He def- definitely re- responded on Facebook. But he's a father of five, and so, you know, getting out to the movies is kind of hard for him, and he took his whole family. So he, he liked uh, movies, yeah, yeah. Sing and uh, Zootopia were one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. And um, he really liked um, Blind Spot, which I kind of watched a few episodes of. And I haven't it, seen any of it. And it, it, it just it didn't have enough hook to hold me, but one of those big, you mm-hmm. know, overarching mystery things. And then he's he's a big rap fan, so he liked Annie Minio and Social Club Misfits. Those are a couple hip hop albums that he liked. So thank you, Justin, for giving us your favorites, and uh, hopefully other people can interact. Also, you can always let us know post podcast what your some of your favorites were of 2016. Yep. You can go to our Facebook page. You can you can comment on our website. You can tweet us at at Pumping Irony Pod. And we'd love to hear what your favorites are. But uh, thanks for joining us, and we're hoping that 2017 holds some more gems for us. Um, I already put out this, you know, uh, a new album that just came out by Colony House, which is already up there for one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so, yeah, 2016 was good, and we're just hoping for a great 2017 um, if we survive till the end of the year. <laughs> so <laughs> on that note, we'll say goodbye. My name is Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. We'll see you next time. <laughs>